Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time. The Vinny Rock Podcast. What's up, y'all? Thank you so much for tuning into the Benny Rock Podcast. I got to tell you about a few of our sponsors. You guys already know Core Medical Group. That's where I do my TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. We tested 50 veterans back in 2018, and out of those 50, 49 needed testosterone replacement therapy. It's very important for those who are in military and law enforcement to go and get your blood work tested. So if you guys are interested, hit me up. You can message me on this platform, wherever you want. I'll get you directly connected with Core Medical Group. Hey, y'all, another one of our sponsors is GMR Gold. Go check out GMR Gold. It has precious metals and silvers and gold. I did a giveaway recently where I hid some somewhere into the heart of Texas. Uh, I'm actually shipping some down to Arizona here soon. It'll be hidden there. You guys go check out GMR Gold. They're an incredible company to work with. I collect a silver and gold with the kids. It's fun. It's, it's some way of saving money. It's monetary value. It has a sustenance to it, right? You hold it. You love it. You guys go check it out. Well, here we are. <sighs> here we are, Let's dude. go. Welcome to the podcast. Bro. Thank you. Thank you for having me out to the Vinny Rock podcast. <laughs> You're one of the first guys that started calling me Vinny Rock. A- am I really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, because I just had the you know, Vinny Rock podcast and labeled my stuff that, but you actually call me Vinny Rock. Uh, that's kind of how I was like, what, what, what is his actual name? <laughs> is it Vincent? Is it Rocco? Is it Vinny? What, what is his actual name? That's the funny thing when on set was that was a, Kurt was like, what's his name? Vince yeah. or Rocco or Gilly? What is it? And yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone was confused. I just like Vinny rock. It's yeah. just, it, it rolled off the tongue. You it know? works, man. <laughs> well, I want to, let's start it off this way, dude. Let's yeah, do let's a, start it's an icebreaker. Oh, what's in the envelope? I'm curious. I don't even know. Let me see what we got here. Oh, Hey, I know these guys. <laughs> I know these guys. And we don't have to show those if you don't want them. Go yeah, public no, at all, it's but... all good. It's uh, yeah, I know these guys. Who is that? Where'd you get these off the internet? That damn internet! I, I, I got a guy, I got, dude. I, I got to start. I got to start erasing everything. I got a guy named uh, uh, Big Trav who, who yeah, can find anything. Yeah, no, that's my mom and I. That's my mom and I. Um, you know, she. Uh, you know, she was living out her dreams. Yeah. Uh, met my dad, and it was all very interesting. Uh, my father's black. My mother's Mexican. Yeah. Um, that was all very. Uh, at that time at that time in the 70s that was a touchy subject you know there was a lot of racism and a lot of nasty stuff going around um how did they meet my parents met my um my dad was washing windows at a hotel yeah uh, down in palm springs and my mom her mom was cleaning rooms in in the hotels and then so she got my mom a job there yeah my mom was like 17 yeah and my mom would go in and clean the rooms and she'd pull the curtains to let the sun in and my dad was out there washing the windows. <laughs> He's like, hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, it's a really pretty little story. That's and, cool. you know, they uh, they couldn't, like, date date for a mm-hmm. while because my dad was a little older than my yeah. mom. And then when my mom turned 18, they, they dated. And they dated once. And they had my brother. <laughs> boom. Yeah, boom. Yeah. Um, so that happened very fast. Um, and then she had me right around her 21st birthday. Oh, cool. And then I have another younger brother she had when she was turning 30. Um, right. But, you know, they both, they both, uh, you know, we came from nothing, man. Yeah. They, they were just a uh, couple of kids and their, their parents broke their cycles. 
Yeah. And my parents broke their cycle, and I'm breaking mine, and my son hopefully is going to break his. Your you son know? definitely will break his. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know how much he'd really want to break. You, you're well, a good cycle. Hey, you're, I, you're, I, you're, I, you, know? you know, I think we found a good space, but <laughs> I want him to go further and yeah. be better and yeah. just be everything. Even, you know, I have my own little things that I wish I could have done. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm knocking him out most yeah. of the, you know, most yeah. of the deal, but, um, but he's, he's amazing. He's in New York. He's a junior now. Yeah. Uh, he's a photographer. Um, mm. He's doing. I'm so freaking proud of that kid, man. Dude, I was. Uh, I was. We went golfing, mm -hmm. and I was sitting in the car with you, and your son called. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's getting into the gym. Yes. And uh, he's like talking about the price of chicken. Yeah. Bro. And yeah. I was like, "Fuck, it's so dope." <laughs> so like, for everyone listening, we've we've been friends and, and and legit friends yeah, on the show absolutely um for six years and so i've watched him go from junior high through high school into college yeah. or just beginning into high school into college yeah all awkward and yeah. nervous and well it's just it's crazy to see him go just turning to this man who's filled out yeah. right yeah and uh and to watch your relationship as a father and a son i thought i've always heard you you know going fishing or whatnot and yeah and how that comes in and then to hear the conversation like it's almost like getting a being a fly on the wall and getting to hear how you guys communicate i uh, totally remember that he's a papa how, how much should chicken cost <laughs> i was like wow this kid has never had to buy anything <laughs> on his own a day in his life and now he's in new york city asking me how much should chicken cost right you know <laughs> i'm like well it depends on where you go yeah. uh, if you go to the ethnic markets it's going to be a lot cheaper yeah. uh, if you're uptown it's going to be a lot more expensive yeah. Uh, yeah but you know he figured it out um he's got an air fryer and he's you know he's got yeah. his menu using stuff now and it's fun i think what was so cool is like the communication you know what i mean like not everyone has that kind of relationship with their kids yeah. you know what i mean and i don't yeah. know if i i mean you know like the generational thing i don't know if i ever could have had a conversation with my dad as simple as that was right we just never had that you know what i mean now as adults for sure yeah but me in college i don't think i ever called my dad to help like with anything and so just hearing that and listening to it i just thought it was fucking rad man. yeah totally man it's a testament to you guys relationship and how you raised him dude. well that's it my you know i went to because I was raised with a heavy hand, yeah. you know. I mean, I wasn't beat or anything, but you know, I got spanked. Uh, I mean, in 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 today's terms, I was beat, right? I mean, you can't even speak. You can't even raise your voice now. Um, but you know, I went to spank him once. He was maybe I don't know. He was he was he was young, and I was just trying to teach him because of where I lived in Hollywood, right there. We lived right on kind of a main street, and we were just out there playing ball. He was maybe a year, two years old. We were yeah. just kind of throwing. And the ball went to the street and he went to go into the street and I just, I went, to, I grabbed him and I said, Hey, you can't do that. And I went to give him a swat. Yeah. My wife said, Hey, we're not doing that. And I said, we're not doing what? She goes, we're not, you're not spanking him. I said, well, what do you want me to do? She said, I want you to talk to him. Yeah. And that 20 years later we yeah. talk. Yeah. That's, That's what we do. Yeah. Right. We yeah. talk, we talk about absolutely everything. Yeah. Um, failures, wins, victories, everything. We talk about everything, but. I'm so fortunate that she said we're not going to do that. Yeah. Because I was just going to smack the shit out of him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do what I, I was know. Like, hey, bro, I turned out all right. I mean, kind of, you know. But uh, yeah, I was just going to give him, you know, just a little love tap. And she said we're not doing that. And I swear to this day, I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, I think that's a barrier that uh, I think men and sons have to have to heal before they can even become friends or, oh, yeah. or, or have that communication, yeah. right? I think. Because I did spank my son, and, yeah. and I stopped after the same kind of like just being educated about it all. Yeah. Like, 
yeah, I don't want to keep doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want him to do this, but there's still the barrier of time that I had to, I guess he had to heal from that as well. Cause sure. it, it, there's resentment there. For, oh, for totally. Them. And, you know and I mean? rarely does it get the reaction that you want. Right. right, right? Exactly. Like, like you want them to stop yeah. doing. And yeah. so you smack them and you're just going to get more shelled up. Yeah. And, get and more, like, it didn't you help know. for me when, yeah. when I was young. It actually no. held resentment towards my dad until we got old enough to be like, okay, your yeah. dad beat the hell out of you. Yeah. And now I got it. Yeah. Let's not do this anymore. No, you know what I mean? totally. This and guy the, here. And the other picture right there, that guy is... Uh, <laughs> Who's that guy? That guy, 1990. <laughs> How um, old were you? I, I was graduating high school. I was graduating 17. high school. Yeah. yeah, I was 17 years old. That's I think that's my senior photo. Um, he, he, That guy's grown up. That guy, <laughs> uh, that guy's grown up a little bit. I mean, that's fresh face Irby right yeah, there, zo bro. Zoom in on this, real uh, quick. even though I'm 17, I probably look like I'm about 14. Well, I, like, dude, I, I had a fake ID till I was 30 because nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I show this to Christy. I said, "Who do you think that is?" She goes, "I don't know." I, I, I says, "Irby." She goes, "No way. I don't see it." <laughs> and uh, yeah, dude. So you're graduating high school. This is your uh, senior picture. That's my senior picture. Yeah, 1990. So um, dude, I was. Uh, yeah, you no, were playing I, soccer. I was playing soccer. Playing soccer. Yeah, I was still playing soccer, and uh, right after we graduated, um, you know, I had never, ever even thought about acting or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I was just, just wondering how that. It was just soccer, soccer, soccer. My right. brother played. His yeah. family played. It was very big down in the desert, and but it was still a little bit before American soccer became what it yeah. is that we all know. Right, right. So um, I tried out for Teams USA, and I went to Europe for a little bit. Were you good? If I'm allowed to say it, I was Dude, a Dude, you say the truth, bro. I was a killer, dog. You were I good? scored a lot of goals, bro. Yeah, I no played way. up top. I'm a little guy. play like Messi. Speed. You know, speed kills, yeah. bro. And I could hold the ball. And That's cool. I put the fear... I put the fear in people when they saw Irby coming down. That's cool. Um, and I still play. I still play. Yeah, you still I, play. I just, I just took the boots out last week. Scored two goals. <laughs> Had, hadn't what? played in a year, bro. What? And smoking cigarettes, whatever. <laughs> like, give me the ball. Give me the ball. Bam. There's one. There's two. And uh, no, man, I've got some real nice. Um, that though, being being a winner. Yeah. On the pitch, taught me how to kind of take it to my life i dude right like, i think sports like, is so important for the competitive nature it's, of it it's so key. life is competitive life dog. is competitive if you think it's not go crawl under a rock somewhere and die <laughs> because if 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 at the end of the day we all think it's not competitive yeah then what world are we living in now yeah man you know what i mean so I, it's I like everyone's afraid of the that alpha mentality or just the dog mm -hmm. and you know right now everybody's so sensitive to everybody's feelings and whatnot right. and it's like yeah but i still want you to be sensitive to my feelings too and i want yeah. to be an alpha dog yeah and i think that if shit goes south get behind me and we yeah. will at least give ourselves a better chance to get to the other side of right. it right um but yeah so you know when i came back i got in a car accident it was mm -hmm. kind of our fault um really and yeah totally totally we were having buddies and i we were driving back from lake havasu um, Lake Havasu, and, good time then? Yeah, Lake Havasu yeah. used to be uh, pretty crazy in the early 90s. That was the spot. That was the spot. That was the spot. <laughs> that was a big spring break spot. And I was working at the Ritz-Carlton, um, the, the, you know, the, hotel, right? the five-star hotels, yeah. very top-end hotels. And there's one in Ranch Mirage. And I was like the, uh, I was like the flamingo kid. Right, so I was working out the pool. Yeah, uh, had these cool little shorts, had a little thing, <laughs> fucking flap out towels, spray people down in water, get them drinks and whatnot. But I was making such good money doing that, and I'd only work for like six in the morning to like noon. Yeah, and I'd leave with like four hundred bucks in my pocket, and I was eighteen years old, right? Yeah. So I was good money. So we were partying down in Havasu, my buddies and I. I said, dude, I got to get back. I got to get back to the desert. I got to go to work. We leave about four thirty in the morning. 
but we'd been up all night, yeah. right? It was, it was, you know, we'd been partying. Right, yeah. And um, we rolled the car in the middle between, um, dude, we were in the middle of nowhere. It was about, no uh, we hadn't even been on the road that long. Fell asleep? Um, fell asleep at the wheel. My buddy fell asleep at the wheel. God. I was in the front seat. My knees hit the windshield, shattered both my kneecaps. And uh, I was like, oh man, then nobody came. Because yeah, it was still dark, yeah, and we're in literally in the middle of nowhere, and this guy's driving through with a tow truck and sees our car um, over in the ditch on the side of the thing and pulls over, and we're all sitting out there bloodied up and whatnot, and he calls the people, and paramedics come out and take us to the, ho or to the uh, hospital. My parents come out. They see the car. Everyone's saying, dude, you guys should be dead. Yeah. You guys should be dead. And I was Great. like, wow. And that was my first and kind of my only real near death. Like, yeah. I truly felt at that moment that God or whatever spirit, whatever you believe in, yeah. pushed me back into the car. Really? It is clear as day. Yeah. I heard the crunch and the metal and the glass, and I just, I felt like this. And then cut two, I'm out, back, crutches, trying to figure it all out again. And I got really angry and started partying. Yeah. And you know, you know well, what you do. Let me stop you there real yeah. quick. At the time, did you have faith? Did you have a faith? Did you have a belief uh, in anything? No. No. No, I was born into it. Yeah. I, I hadn't figured out what that meant right. for me yet, right? Yeah. Um, I just hadn't figured out what that, yeah. what that meant for me. You and know? you have like, some now. Yeah, I have faith. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about this yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely have faith. I believe that you, there's, there's something a higher bigger power. than me. There's something absolutely bigger than me. Yeah. And there's something that I want to honor with this gift that I've been given to be Mike Lurby, who yeah. I think is a bit of a kind of like a spiritual type of a warrior type thing. I believe I can talk to people and I believe that the way I perceive life and the way I attack life yeah. is a gift and I don't want to kind of shit on that. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I, love um, I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. and so then, yeah, so then I moved up to Orange County and I was still kind of partying, you know, being bad. Yeah. And I took an acting class and this guy, John Frazaka, great dude, dead now, um, God rest. And he says, dude, you're an actor. I said, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he goes, I, I guarantee you, I believe that you can probably make money doing this. And I was like, all right. And I moved to New York in five months. And I quit, really? broke up with a girlfriend, quit my job, and packed up and moved to New York when I was like, I just turned 20. So your first version of acting is theater. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that and like, you know, um, Scarface and like all the great movies right. that we were watching as a kid. I yeah. mean, it was all film, you know. Um, but then for me to get my, you know, you know, to wet my whistle, it was all theater. Because yeah. uh, that's all you did when you go to, to acting yeah, school. New, New York is like the spot. New York is theater, bro. Like yeah. you're not going there to go to film school. I mean, you can. But he told me, listen, if you, you can go to L.A. right now with a headshot. And I was like, oh, that's like jumping into the ocean. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, like I don't, and I was a soccer player. Yeah. Like I, I, I like to train. I like to, yeah. I'm an athlete, right? I want to know how to do it. I want to yeah. know, I want, you know, I'll do you research on that team. I want to become a professional. And he's like, go to New York. And I moved to New York and, um, you know, I did three years of school out there at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. And yeah. it wasn't the best school. Like it wasn't Juilliard. It wasn't Yale. It wasn't NYU. But again, like. I just take what I need. Yeah. I, I just take what I need out of stuff. Like I can, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then I, 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 yeah, that's something that's interesting because I didn't, I haven't had much formal training, but being on set with you guys for most of the part was a lot of my learning right. what to do, what not to do. Well, you know, if you're a real professional actor, you. <laughs> <laughs> These fools, dude. 
bro, these, these dudes, these dudes gave me shit because they said I'm not a real professional actor until I kiss a dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this carried on for every season. So he kissed everyone on the show. <laughs> I had to keep proving myself. Dude, I'm a real actor. I'm a real boy. Uh, uh, yeah. I, well, I didn't know at the time that JD and Clay played, uh, you know, yeah. cross dresser or whatever it yeah. was at the time. I guess they were transitioning, whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was even more funny to, to hear that, and they kept pressuring me in that shit. I'm like, you guys are fucking clowns. Man. No, no, no. There was a lot of there was a lot of healthy bullying going a on. A lot in of that healthy show. bullying. It was fun. You know, and there's it, some people who couldn't just handle it too. Some but. people couldn't handle it. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> some people would never played sports as yeah, kids. Dude. I think it, that's what it was. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, dude, so how many years did you uh, serve in the Hollywood Army? Uh, CBS Army. Um, <laughs> I, I have served uh, six years. I've been on 37 tours. Uh, <laughs> uh, four years on the unit. Uh, four years on the unit. We did 87 episodes. And that was such an amazing gig. Oh, um, dude. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, like, for you, it was incredible. But for us as veterans, either deployed or just in the military, looking for entertainment it was super special for us bro that's what i was told i yeah. mean you know and as an actor you're in a bubble and i'd already yeah. worked for 10 12 15 years before that but yeah. then i got the unit and you know this was post 9 11 and you, everything was still hot in iraq afghanistan yeah. everything yeah. was still on fire and you know you take a show and the funny thing with that show is i had two offers um I was gonna do a show with Rod Lurie um, and Gina Davis, uh, the female president at the time. So I had had that offer on Tuesday and then I got the unit offer on Wednesday. And I was like, oh, you know, like Rod's a good buddy of mine because we had already done a series together. And then I was just, I looked at the pedigree and it was like, it's Sean Ryan, David Mamet, Eric yeah. Haney. Like I read uh, the book Inside yeah, Delta Inside Force Delta and Force, I was dude. just like, and I was just this little like ass kicker, you know? Yeah. and. Uh, I said, yeah, I called Rod. I said, hey, dude, I got to take the unit. And he's like, you bastard. And he ends up calling me, you know, after their show got canceled in one season, he called me like a couple years later. He's like, bro, you made the right decision. Yeah. And like, I really think the sliding doors of it all, if soccer wasn't my thing, um, you know, being raised poor and not having a lot of choices, um, the the recruiters were at my door all the time. Bro. Yeah. Like they saw that yeah. I had that dog in me mm -hmm. and they saw that I had that type of what I believe is right and wrong. I'm very clear on what I believe is right and wrong. Yeah. Right. And I just, uh, I mean, I could have had your life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, but luckily, and you know, you would have um, been just as successful it, brother. We would have crushed it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But here's where we are. And I was able to be on CBS army <laughs> yeah. you know? and, uh, and then they brought back seal team. You know, and I jumped over there for a couple of seasons. So that's, um, man, you've, you can almost I, retire. Bro, I can almost <laughs> retire, bro. I've got a full, full pension, bro. Uh, but, you know, man, those were some great experiences. We were uh, blessed enough to go to Iraq and do some of the USO tours over yep. there. And that was really special, I got to tell you, because, you know, I wasn't really raised either way liberal or conservative or whatever yeah. it wasn't really talked about then it was just you know i was black and mexican and we were just here and my parents voted this way and i was like okay follow suit and whatnot right, right? right. And i was just kind of following whatever my parents were doing and so i really didn't know why i was going to iraq yeah i didn't yeah right, right. i i was like hey listen i'm not a big supporter of this i don't even know if we should be here blah 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 right blah. Right. right i was like i don't what, really know what, what's going what, on what the average person who's just disconnected yeah. from it would say yeah. yeah right i was like hey listen i'm an actor i'm in hollywood you know whatever yeah. then i get there and i was like oh Wow, these boys and girls, yeah. so young. They don't even know why they're there. They, they don't even know why they're there. And they've made this huge 
huge sacrifice. Yeah. Um, there's some that will never be a father, never be a brother again, yeah. never be a sister, never be a mother, right? Like it's, it, it's going to hit yeah, the fan. And I'm sitting there and I was on Saddam's lake, mm, you know, at yep. the lake there at the castle with that whole gold yep. chair. And I'm smoking a cigarette with a young man. And I'm like, oh, this is why I'm here. Yeah. I'm here for him. For them. It's it's got nothing to do with me. And it goes back to the, you know, the hate the player, not the game, or yeah. the game, the player, whatever. And I was like, this is why I'm here. And I ended up having some of the most esoteric, beautiful conversations with so many people. And um and it really brought some clarity on for me, yeah. the whole military world and yeah. it, uh, it, it's, the machine. It's the it same all. for us, man. We're like, are we there for the right reasons or not? It's irrelevant when you're there. I joined yeah. the military. Like everyone's reason for joining the military is different. There's a patriotism in me. There's there's definitely that, but it's not so much as I needed something to support my kids. Yeah, you know, I needed something to pay for college. I needed I needed it as much as it needed me. Yeah, and and I wanted to use it as much as it wanted me. For sure. And uh, in the end of the day, I left there respecting it so much more than when I first started. Mm. I left there thinking like, man, there is a good reason why we're here, but not even that. The brothers to the left and right of you, the companionship, the camaraderie. And the belief of like fighting for something great, yeah. you know what I mean? And and again, as things started to unfold and it, it didn't feel that way later on, you almost right. felt like, man, was this all, was this all like uh, in vain, right? Did people die in vain? And then it's right. like, no, but when I was there, I was doing it for them. Yeah. I was doing it for my brothers to the left and right, you yeah. know? And so it's an interesting thing, man. And that's cool that you, you got to do that for, for a guy like me who watched you on TV who never thought acting was ever going to be a thing, right? I never, I never even imagined it was me. I'm, I'm over there in Fort Benning watching this because I was doing a, a language course. Oh my God, dude! Someone's gonna, you're gonna meet someone today that okay. was watching it with me. Okay, he's gonna blow his fucking mind. Okay, dude, <laughs> dude he's gonna blow cool, his fucking cool, mind. Cool, cool, <laughs> We watched it together, and I forgot he's one of the cadre for the for the wellness retreat. But um, but when you walked into the bus. Yeah. So in Mayans, so you guys were listening. We were Mayans. We're gonna go down to Mexico to record. And um, I'm sitting on the bus. I'm like five or six rows back by myself. Everyone kind of partnered up with people where they didn't. And, uh, yeah, because I was new to the party. Yeah, you were new to the party. Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. everyone because I've been there. Yeah, yeah. New to the party. And all of a sudden, uh, as he's getting onto the bus, you know, it's kind of like Forrest Gump. Like, can't sit here. I'm like watching you go skip him, skip him, skip him. <laughs> I'm like, here he comes. And you go to sit down next to me. I was like, oh, fuck. He sat next to me. <laughs> So like internally like fucking fangirled out. Mark, that was you know? so random too, man. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, dude, dude. You told and, me that. And yeah. I sat there. I said, Betty Blue. <laughs> and you were like, Yeah, yeah. And like, no, and that was it, dude. It's like two and a half hours of just fucking ripping back and forth about the show and military. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, it was a cool like fan moment in in a sense. You know what I mean? And well, then, for me as the actor, it was a good welcoming moment too yeah. because I was kind of I was kind of the new blood there. Yeah. So it was like it was nice to have somebody who knew me for what of something I was super proud of. Yeah. Right. Cause oh, then yeah, I could, yeah, yeah. cause then I could kind of just start to breathe a little bit. Yeah. You cause, know? cause you know, there's a mutual respect already cause or else yeah. it's a pissing contest for other people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. get that. Yeah. I didn't even think about it at the time, but yeah, dude, it was super dope to, to be able to sit there and, and get to know you. And it almost made me feel more comfortable in the whole thing because I felt like, okay, we had real dialogue. Cause I haven't had real dialogue with anyone on that show at this point. Right. I'm, I'm, you know, at the time, my fucking handle was like Big Poppy Official on Instagram. Right. Oh, I, I, I follow Big Poppy <laughs> Official. I got a bunch of responses from Big Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> 
so, yeah, so I had to change that one, um, you know. And so, like, a lot of these guys are like, who is this fucking dude, right? Mm-hmm. I, w- I wasn't acting much. I had my own stuff I produced. So I didn't have real dialogue with almost anyone on that show until, like, you came around. <coughs> and we had our first big conversation because me and Coco and Clay and JD, we were kind of getting close. And Coco, like, Richard was probably yeah. the closest dude I ended up really connecting with. Um, but yeah, that was right there with like almost made me feel at home. See, that's funny. You had two, <laughs> two guys who were feeling like a little bit out of sync or out of sorts. Yeah. And so they're like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, which is the way life works, right? Uh-huh. It's like, Oh, I'm feeling a little odd. Oh, oh he's feeling a little odd. I'll go talk to this guy. <laughs> out of, out of all the characters you've played in acting, what for you is like you hold dear? Like, what is that one? We're like, mm, this is always going to be one. And I know there's a probably few, because I can think of two in my head that I think are yeah. outside, outside, outside of Bishop, in my opinion, there's two that I think are like, yeah, knockouts. I mean, some are, well, they all feed different beasts, Yeah, right? Like, some are good for me for my business, Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, some are good for me for my spirit and for what I'm trying to work out in my life, because it's at the end of the day, you're getting paid for therapy, Yeah, right? Like, this <laughs> Dude. is... I mean, yeah. this is my this is my job, yeah. right? I'm I'm not always a happy camper. Um, I'm pretty chill. Michael's pretty chill, but the characters that they want me to play are are not, yeah. right? Um, Bishop, I loved him. I ended up hating him though. Yeah, I thought they damaged him at the end, and I thought oh. that they um, just ran him into the ground. And whether that was a creative or personal, or however that really came out, I thought that it they, hurt you as a person. Yeah, I thought they. Uh, I thought they did Bishop a disservice. I yeah. thought they did me a disservice, to be honest with you. Um, I hated the way the, the last season ended for Bishop. Yeah. Um, but that's me, right? right. I'm an actor, right? Yeah, you're, I, allowed I can, to ha- you're allowed to feel that. Dude, you can feel whatever you want, baby. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're a grown man. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I didn't like the way that Bishop ended, but I still love Bishop, and I love what he was fighting for, and he was fighting for his brothers to the left and the right. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, when he saw that, love was not going to be part of that equation then he was just going to go and just destroy everything um i don't know if michael would really operate like that yeah although i've had times where i just go and destroy things yeah um barry was amazing because um on on barry even though we didn't have a lot in 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 like a lot of similar things with the character Mm -hmm. creatively for me to get out of that alpha dog kind of ass kicker, yeah. door kicker kind of mentality to play Cristobal over yeah. here on Barry. Who is just as much of a killer, but in a whole oh, different... he is a killer, <laughs> right, but right. He, it'll be fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. We're all going to die. Um, so in that sense, though, and, like, and, and then that became a big industry darling. And for me, I kind of do believe my next job is probably going to probably come from more of that space yeah. and energy like a comedy or something yeah. like that and when i was in theater school bro i was super funny yeah. right like i was getting all these comedies and everything and then yeah. they made me pack it up and like just become like a little ass kicker yeah which i was fine doing you're good at both i, I could do both yeah. right um and then obviously betty blue put me on the map betty right Blue's... like that was 
Betty Blue is like in the middle of both characters, essentially. It's in, it, right? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. You're right. He's not this dark version of a dude. No. He's kind of like the righteous, like, he's the soldier. No, dude. dude Betty yeah. Blue was a soldier, yeah, bro. Yeah. He was a woman. I, he, had, <laughs> he had the ladies. He was the only single guy on the team. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, no, man. Betty Blue got down, but he was also a warrior, and he would go in, like, he was first guy it's in. It's kind of cool, because he's like, you played all killers. <laughs> Those are all killers. Those three characters. Dude, they're, yeah, they're all, all killers, killers, but they all do it a different way. Yeah, and all um, played by you. Yeah. Yes, and all that it's all in here somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I compartmentalize it because, you know, Bishop can't come out to play with everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even want him out because yeah. I know what part of I I know what part of Michael that you have triggered for me to get that response. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, it's easy going. But if you burn me that way, yeah. it is done. And my wife knows it. Friends know it. Uh, you know, those that are very, very close to me know that. There, there, it can go dark. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of energy and a lot of effort to not get there. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I work out. That's why I go to the gym. That's why I'm. That's why you golf. Yeah, that's why I golf. That's why I keep people around me that love me and people that I love around me. And like, because yeah. I know, left to my own devices, I'm, I'm, I can, I can go dark. Yeah. Um, so I try to stay out of that space, you know. But it's do work. You, do you have a process to get prepared for your roles, and does each role have its own process? Um. Yes, but that all goes back to the character, yeah. right? Like my process is always the same, yeah. right? I read my lines and then I read what people say about me. Right. And that's pretty much going to kind of dictate how I respond to people. Understanding is, the is character f- first and then... Understand the character. Yeah. I like to get into the character skin first. Yeah. And for me, the best way to do that is to see what everyone around... How they feel about you. How they feel about me, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. and you can read scripts like that. It's kind of backwards. Yeah. But through theater and through stuff mm-hmm. like that, that was my training is to kind of, you know, I know what I want. Mm-hmm. I know who's in the way. I know what obstacles are in the way of getting what I want, right? Mm-hmm. Those are some of the actor questions, like the Uta Hagen, the 10 questions, right? Yeah. Like, what do you want? What do you need? How are you going to get it? All that stuff. But then what was important for me through script analysis and stuff was to see what people said about that character yeah and then you can start to really sit into that you know if if, if everyone say oh bishop's a drunk and he's a, he's selfish and this and that you say okay yeah I'm, I'm gonna give it all to you yeah you're right yeah you're right you're right watch this you know what i mean or you know the crystal ball thing with um you know he was all into the four agreements and yeah. you know that was like one because i was supposed to die basically for a season yeah. on barry and then I started to read it all, and he, you know the whole four agreements of you know making no assumptions, don't take anything personal, be one hundred percent in that present moment when you're in that moment, and and say what you mean to me, what you say. Yeah. And so I was like, ah, this is going to be fantastic. How did you create that? The this, accent. This whole thing that the, 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 you know what I mean. How did that come about to be what it is? <clears throat> I got to be honest with you. There's an element of me that I don't even know. Yeah. I have no idea. Um. Sharon and Sherry, though, they casted the unit. Right. Right? So they called me in for Barry. They say, hey, we're having a hard time casting this part. I said, well, what is it? Uh, she says, it's a show called Barry. Uh, it's not out yet, um, but you're, it's like a Bolivian Sammy Hagar. And I went, Bolivian Sammy Hagar? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> and so, so she goes, oh, cool. And so I, you know, Google. Yeah. And I was like, okay, the Bolivian people, they're, okay, they're a little shorter. Um, so I guess that's where I'm filling in there. <laughs> and um, Sammy Hagar, he's like, ah, you yeah. know, and I was like, 
oh, okay. And then I read the script and the, the very first bit, we're having a phone conversation with me and Noho. And I'm seeing it, he's blown up a few of my men, and but I'm all into the four agreements and I sent him this book, but he didn't read it. And I'm just like, ah, you know? And it was just like, I, I, I just had a zest for life, which yeah. Michael has. Yes. I, I, if that's probably the closest part of that, yeah. of, of Cristobal, is that like, I, I don't want to take anything personal. Yeah. I want to take you at face value. Like, I'm yeah. going to let you fuck up. I'm not going to assume that I know you or that I know your story. I know your plight. I know your issues. I don't really do that. Like, I don't really, even Michael, I don't really allow people to get into the 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 humdrum and like oh this is so terrible i'm like fucking fix it man <laughs> like fucking fix it dude like it's yeah. up to you like it's your it's within your power to fix it yeah so like cristobal just came off like a very much like a very affable michael irby and then the accent you know being a person of my skin tone and whatnot and i played uh, a bunch of different characters yeah. and i got a bit of a gift for dialects and stuff yeah um so this was just, oh, it was a little, it was a little, uh, you know, it was a few different people. Yeah. And a, a little higher inflection and just a little bit of a smile. Everything was so, <laughs> everything was just so fantastic. And it's going to love it. It's just going to be wonderful. And and then Bill, Bill was just laughing in the monitor. And he's like, where's the accent from? I'm like, I have no idea. He's like, perfect. Just keep it, dude. Just go harder. And with Bill, everything was just go harder. You know, like yeah. Bill was just so amazing. Like, just go whatever th whatever thoughts and like whatever instincts are into it just go yeah and uh that ended up becoming a freaking huge industry we're going to the emmys in january yeah, super dope. um they tried to push me for an emmy on that and um you know man i'm proud of my work there i'm i'm, I'm Dude, super proud of my work there as someone who's just like a, a a fan of actors and 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 the process and 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 what you see in it, and i'm always like how the fuck did they get there right you know yeah. what i mean and then I'm watching you on Barry, and then I'm watching you on Mines, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Two yeah. complete contrasts of characters, yeah. of acting styles, of emotions. Yeah. And it's impressive, man. Like, out of all the actors on, on Mines, you know, there's a few that I'm always like, I like to learn from and like to watch, but I actually got to watch you do both. Yeah. And it was fucking, it blew me away, dude, because I'm laughing my ass off at this fucking character you have. <laughs> and, and then I go to work and you have this other version of you. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking impressive. And it's super badass. And it's it to me is like one of the most talented, uh, if you, if you want to call an actor a talented, has, has a lot of range. Yeah. That's proof of range there, mm -hmm. right? Like, let's talk about Gilly. Gilly didn't have a lot of range. Gilly was a, just another part of Vince Vargas, right? And, right. and and so like I think if there's range from Vince Yeah, to but Gilly, you had there was an emotional range right, that there was I think an emotional surprised range, yeah. a lot of people because <laughs> we thought how is this big ass tatted fucking warrior? And then all of a sudden you see him and you're like, "Oh no, there's a beaten heart in there yeah. and there's a sensitive um this is all just a just a shell. It's all yeah. costumes, right? It's all right. costumes. Right. Everything. All the ta it's all costume. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we're all just saying this is who I believe I am, and this is why I want to project myself. Um, my costume is this, right? Like, but like, um, no, man, you had you had beautiful range over there, but not, like I know what you're saying. Yeah, as far you, as that you know what I'm saying and, is like when I say this dude has a ton of range, like there's no doubt that you've proven the range from left to right, yeah, and it's been dope to watch and inspiring for a dude like me who's in the in in the game and trying to get to your to your level. So it's fucking dope, man. I really appreciate that. Thank you, brother. Thank you. With Mayans, bro, let's just talk a little bit about Mayans. I want to ask, like, if there was another character that you would have wanted to play outside of Bishop, would, would there have been one? Mm. 
Mm. You know, I can't really, I, I can't really answer that. No, <laughs> no, because there are certain things I didn't respect about other people. Right. Right, and about yeah. their choices that they made. The yeah. actors. The actors. The, the, or sorry, the, the characters. The characters. The characters, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, like the actors, I'm like, damn. Yeah. Well, well, oh, well, hey, let's just throw it all on the table. Well, well that's for a whole other show. Um, <laughs> but no, um, no, I was, uh, I think Bishop was in, I was born to play that part. Yeah. You know, like I don't think you, anybody else could have done, not from an arrogant space, from, from but from what... What my lack of, yeah. what my, what what I feel like I want in the world, and what I want to protect, and being a, a leader, um, I, I felt like that was I was born to play that part. Well, dude, we had um, before you got on board when you were saying you were new. It was uh, John Ortiz, amazing actor, an incredible, a freaking friend. amazing actor. And, Love John. And me being where I'm at, of like excited to be here, new at all this stuff. And I saw John, I was excited, like, yeah, John's Bishop for sure. This is yeah. dope. And then when John didn't come back and they recasted you, I was like, oh, but Mike's better. Like Mike Arby's a lot better. Or just different. It just right. It's just different. It, it had a you. You have a different, I guess, just a presence about you that yeah. felt more like the character Bishop. Yeah. In my head, right? Yeah. It just I was like, oh, that's that's the version of Bishop that I actually really am drawn to. Right. And I think everyone is. And I think like as dope as John is as an actor. That role I feel was always meant for you too. You know what I mean? If it was bizarre, dude. When I read it, and my my because I was on another show, um, and that show uh, show called Taken, and oh, okay. yeah, we yeah. got picked up for the second season. And so I was in my hiatus, and I was like, "All right, cool," and hitting the gym, getting ready for season two. And then they called me. They're like, "Hey, so we're not going to renew your contract?" And I said, "What?" And they said, "Well, don't feel bad. We're not renewing five of your guys' contracts. We're restructuring the yeah. show." Huh. And I was like, "Oh wow." I've Oh, okay. I've never been fired in my life. That's crazy. And my manager called me. Um, I went down to Costa Rica and I was with the family and I was just having a whole crazy, weird, odd vacation. I'd just been fired, had no idea. I'm spending money that i thinking I might should not be spending this, that, and the yeah. other. She calls me and goes, hey, listen, I, I want to tell you about this audition, but it's a bit of a secret. She goes, I can't really tell you about it now, but I just want you to trust me. And I was like, Okay. So I get back, I'm home for like a month. I get SEAL team. Yeah. That came in the middle That's of the night. Badass. Somebody fell out. He couldn't do it. They call me at midnight to work at six AM, four pages, the whole opening thing. Oh and wow. Bro, it was insane. So like I, I got that job at midnight, fell asleep for three or four hours, woke up, got off book, four pages, came in, knocked it out. They ended up turning that into two seasons. Yeah. From there I got Barry, right? Yeah. And then I got Mayans. Oh, shit, dude. Mayans came at the end of that whole little thing of saying, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm never, ever going to give them the power over me again. Mm -hmm. And that is when I, I, I was doing it for me again, mm -hmm. right? Because for so long, going to acting school and, you know, producers, directors, this, that, and the other, I was never really super chatty with producers and everybody anyway, because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, you know, it's a job. Yeah. Um, but that really was the game changer for me was getting fired from that job and to kind of start acting again like I was when I went to New York. Right. When I was just free and super creative, very curious and very just like balls to the wall, you know? Yeah. Um, but the Mayans thing, man, like g getting that job and the way that I got that job and knowing some of the energy and some of the... I'm not going to say toxicity, but yeah. some of that vibration that I had already felt that was happening. Mm -hmm. um, 
I kind of thrived in it. Yeah. I didn't, I, I wasn't afraid of it. It was like, yeah. I felt like I accepted the challenge. <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay, these guys all know each other. They're yeah. all a little chummy, but I'm, the, I'm supposed to be the prez. So they have to respect me whether they want to or not. And I know to earn that respect, I'm going to have to kind of do it a little heavier handed yeah. than, than I would normally do it. Um, but Bishop, it was written that way. And yeah. I thought even two first seasons, first two seasons, Bishop had egg on his face a lot. Yeah. Right. He was always kind of catching up to yeah. Galindo and the cartels and it was all that kind of story. Yeah. But I just embraced it. Like, it's okay. Like, yeah. I, if, if you want to think I'm a loser, that's okay. Yeah. You know, um, but I'm, but I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm manifesting this, Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, no man, Bishop was awesome. You guys were amazing. The whole thing was amazing. Dude, it was, it was cool to see you have some emotional scenes. Yeah. That for me is, I, I love watching guys do that, Yeah, but also, you know, watching you do that yeah. was, was powerful. And, and like the whole, oh, you, you turn that on? <laughs> your phone? Sorry, yeah, oh, don't sorry. worry about it, dude. Um, when you're getting to an emotional scene, is there like how are you getting to that? Just curious for people that are listening. How do you do that? Do you is there is there is there the process for that? Is it something you're pulling or is it something you're just manifesting? I don't think there's a trick to it, right? yeah. Because I do see some people. Yeah, think I, there's a trick, right? right? And uh, there's a lot of substitution that you can do. Yeah, right. Like there's um, in acting school, right? right? To substitute an emotion that you know is pretty much the same thing that Bishop is going through, right? Right? right yeah, yeah. So like right. a, so, something you've experienced. So if I've I lost something, I lost yeah. my soccer career. Yeah, I'm losing the club. Right. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. You got me here. That scene with Amelia right. went on. Yeah. Um, you know, my son was leaving to go to college during season three. Yeah. And my wife comes back to me and says she's leaving me and our son had already died on the show so i took my son leaving which was such a huge part of me yeah and my family um addison is literally the best job i've ever had the yeah. one thing i've actually think i've kind of done right yeah and there, i put so much energy into that so then that emotions and that like i, I can't believe you're fucking taking all this from me like, like it, yeah. that stuff it's a lot of me. I use substitutions basically. Yeah. And then also it's on the page, man. If I don't like you, I don't like you. Right. Yeah. And if something comes up in me, cause I'm kind of one of those guys that like, I had an older brother, like, and if I got really angry, I would cry. Yeah. Like I was yeah. just one of those guys. I couldn't, I couldn't, it, cause I didn't know what else was going to happen. Like some people just get angry and quiet. I got angry and I cried and I was like, motherfucker, I'm going to murder you, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like, that's kind of where that came up. So I don't really like that guy to yeah. come out all that much because yeah. I know what happens and it's like, it's never good. It's not good for you or me. Right. Right. I'm not a big guy, but I'm going to murder you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, we're going to go all the way to the end. Um, so I really try to keep that guy at bay. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, with the acting and the emotionals, um, I'm a pretty emotional guy anyway. I'm pretty sensitive to other people, I guess. Um, I mean, I can be a bully, but again, I was like a bully on that job. Yeah. If you've met anyone else from any other job and any other job in the future, you got a special slice of Michael Irby right there. Yeah. And But I needed to do that 
um, that was my shell. That was my armor. That was how I protected my character and Bishop and Michael working with all these other dogs. Yeah. Right. So that was, so you got a little piece that no one has ever, they've never seen that guy on Barry. I go on Barry. Yeah. I'm like, Hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> you know, or like, like, like hey, you didn't see it and steal it. You walk around set. No, I'm just walking around <laughs> set. Just like, <laughs> you know, but like, I felt like that is what that character needed. Yeah. Right. Like that character needed that. And you guys needed me to do that also i think it also when they put the camera on you it made you go fuck bishop is pissed dude no absolutely right? like that like i was only serving the, the story <laughs> like i was only serving the story it wasn't never really about me like oh like but i was serving the story i knew that i had to come in and earn that respect and command that respect and yeah. so that's kind of you know when this show ended, there was like a lot of emotion. Like one of those last scenes was pretty emotional. Mm -hmm. At any point, was it emotional for you? Uh, yeah, it was emotional for me. Um, I had spent so much time trying to um, get you guys to believe in me, right? Not only as the actor, but the character. Yeah. And I'd, I'd spent so much energy into that. And then to just, there's there's so many different sides you can compartmentalize it but it was a job yeah right it was a job it was great money yeah uh, it was a great character the fans fucking loved it we right. definitely could have ran six seven eight more you know we could yeah. we could have kept going um so it was just like and there was all that like your body knows that your body knows that your brain knows it's fake yeah your body doesn't know yeah. It's adrenaline and dopamine and serotonin. Your body is like all this stuff is happening, but your your body doesn't know that it's all fake when you're acting. Right. Right. Your brain yeah, exactly. your yeah. brain knows it, that it's not real and these are all it's, a, it's a, you know, but your body doesn't know that. So it it became like, wow, I'm killing my brothers right now. Like these this is my brother. Right? Yeah, like, dude. And that was really that was hard. I remember I went out to the trailer and I was just like, ah wow and there was such a finality to it all dude and there was moments you know and i just went in there and i i looked in the mirror and i i just i, I broke down a little bit um and you know i poured myself a whiskey because that's what bishop does yeah and uh i said all right that's done i haven't again like this was such a it was such a beautiful beautiful experience but it was a hard role, yeah, right? Because I had to get into spots of me that I don't really like to deal with or that I thought I've already dealt with. Right. Um, but I took all my mind stuff. It's all in the back of the closet. I haven't looked at it. I don't need it. It's not a trophy. It's a part of me that has lived and died. And I'm really just kind of on to the next. And um, yeah, the, the, the Mayans, the whole thing, was it, 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 was, it was also... Uh, it was all so wild from beginning to end. I mean, I don't know that. Yeah. Um, but you know, Hey man, uh, I don't apologize for shit. No. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if I need to, I will, if I need to, I will, but yeah. I'm not going to apologize for the way that I feel. You know what I mean? Um, all those were valid, man. It, yeah. was, it was a hard time for all of us. It was yeah. a very confusing, conflicting, all kinds of stuff. But. Yeah. I mean, you had to hold him. I mean, you were holding the whole time and just looking in your eyes. Bro. I mean, when I looked in your eyes, that, that was, a, that was, the, I mean, 
everybody had an, an inner monologue right there. It was, it was, people would ask me, were those tears real? Absolutely were yeah. real. Absolutely were real. Yeah. Because it was, I felt him. I could feel him. Dude, yeah. How hurt he was. Yeah. And I, I'm a lover, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've, I've, I'm holding this dude, and he's broken. And it broke me to hold a broken dude and not let him go. Yeah. Like, it was like, there was a, like the real part of that actually holding him while he's breaking down. Yeah. Oh, I was hurt. It was hurt. It was hard. Yeah. It, it was, was it was beautiful. I dude, mean, it was. Like, I couldn't really see anybody. Yeah. Because I was just filled with rage. Yeah. So I couldn't see anybody. So I watched it as like a fan when it when it yeah. came out on TV. Yeah. And, you know, when we watched it or when or I think we went down to go watch it somewhere yeah. or whatever. But like, so I was just, I, I was just watching everybody else for the first time. You know, I could look at Frankie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I could look at all the boys there, but it was really cool because I could like see what everybody else was going through because yeah. I was like, I was just a bull. Yeah, you're, you're, I yeah. Was, I was just, I couldn't see anything. I was blind with rage, bro. I couldn't see anything. I, I, I was totally a fan on that last, uh, on the last episode, yeah, that, that last scene. That last, that last portion was the, the coolest, hardest moment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was epic. That was well, epic. What's next? What happened? Um, Five minutes? Cool. What, uh, what's what's next? next? What's next, baby? What's next for you? Everything. Everything. Whatever's um, there. Yeah, whatever's there. You know, we're in a little strike right now. I just finished this cool little movie called Osiris. Um, Will Kaufman directed it, and cool. I got to kind of uh, run a gun with Max Martini again. Good Max buddy of mine Martini. from the unit. Yeah, the, yeah. Back, the boys are back. The boys are back in town, baby. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're all gathered up, and it's good, man. Good. Uh, we're you know we're fighting aliens and stuff, and it's uh, but it, it's it's great, man. And honestly, man, whatever's next, dude. I, I feel like I feel like after being in the business for twenty five years, SAG member. You know, two strikes now, yeah. um, this, then, the other, multiple television shows and films. Um, I feel like I kind of hit my, um, I'm right in stride right now. Yeah. I feel like this is the best I've ever been. And um, I'm, I'm really curious and excited about what's next, you know. It's yeah. been dope. It's been dope just to work with you for the past five years. And Feelings mutual, dog. I'm excited to hopefully run it back again sometime. Hey, I know you got some ideas. I got you some know, ideas. You we know. put our heads together and we go make some magic. Let's go. Right. Well, this weekend's going to be fun. We, we gotta, we're we going to a retreat, a men's wellness retreat, and we're going to work on some healing with a bunch of veterans and law enforcement officers, and so it's going to be dope. So I'm excited to partake in that. I'm looking forward, you. man. Thanks yeah, for having me out. Cool. Absolutely, bro. Thanks for being on the podcast. 100%. John. <laughs> Modern Gun School. You guys go check them out. All right, several of my buddies have signed up for it and got their certifications in armor all through Modern Gun School. One of my buddies owns a place down in Eagle Pass, Texas now because of it. You guys go check out Modern Gun School. It's an incredible company. It's an online armor school that you can use your VA benefits to purchase. Why not? You're not using them. You might as well use it at Modern Gun School. Hey, you guys like camping? You like the outdoors? Do you like taking your family out and doing things that are in the wilderness? Well, if you guys ever used Evers.com, you guys can find anything you need for you guys that are outdoorsmen, camping, whatever it is. Go check it out. It's a place where everyone can come together and buy whatever they need to go outdoors.